You're listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Petrucan, holistic career coach and mindset mentor who specializes in purpose and self-empowerment. If you feel stuck in your career and crave meaning and joy in your everyday life, you've come to the right place. I went from being an anxious recruitment manager, living for the weekend with negative coping mechanisms, to building my own coaching business, helping other women overcome self-doubt so they too can find fulfillment in their career and live up to their ambitions. If I was able to create a life that I am obsessed with, then so can you. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. Today, I have a special guest. His name is Daniel Muirfield. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> and he is a renowned healer, mentor, and author whose mission is to relieve stress in those who suffer from anxiety uh, through the healing power of nature and finding peace from within, which is something I think, I believe we all want, right? So Dan, tell me, what are common symptoms and causes of anxiety and depression in modern times that you were able to, you were, um, able to, to notice, to observe, and maybe you can also share your personal experience with it and, and just with mental health in general. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so when we go down the lines of kind of anxiety, stress, fear, those kind of kind of platform base, it's all about control. It's all about losing the lack of control within within your own mind. So simple decision makings can be something from going down a shop and buying the wrong items or getting up as and getting up and not actually having a kind of stable um set foundations to create spaces from work to personal life to uh kind of different layers that we build into our life they're all critical individually but they're all good collectively so when when we look at anxiety it, it is it, it's the lack of confidence for our self-awareness and with with our self-awareness normally it only comes when we we when we actually gain that control back so the a control feared uh, ideology prevents people from actually making critical life decisions and moments where it could be it could be as simple as your diet you know you there's that much tv going on and and advertising where people are kind of pushing that uh profit-based margins but it's not actually directed and helped towards your mental health so so we have to kind of draw back to our empowerment and draw back to the fact that not everything you see is directly related it is directly good for you like the economy in general works on the basis that majority of people can't 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 actually succeed in large amounts of life they have to stay within their limitations they have to kind of you know have that 30 year mortgage where they can't spend more than they want they have to be poor to a certain degree of value so it's 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 it kind of like a fear based profile which they put across the whole of the uh, the world now because it's the economy that drives countries it's not the actual politicians or the actual the stable stability of like communities and stuff like that it's it's sort of profit based margin and so anxiety is one of those ones where we we need to kind of step back and really bring our self awareness grounders and center our kind of basic concept to where we want to go in life Mm-hmm. So, and I, I've I've actually my trade 
um, since I've since I started was actually ele- uh, electrician, and I I would go, I would I would do things that would go against the grain of what I am because I wanted to prove myself. But then when I look back now and I go kind of, um, if 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 I had a different state of mind where I was actually healthy within my decision making and confident with with the path i follow and you have to you have to follow your intuition the intuition's basic kind of like principles to just making any work-based logic the intuition can like can guide you down paths that are actually good for you which you would never actually anticipate so uh, i i would i would say that if i'd go back i would actually work on my intuition work on my guidance system and actually work on bringing that empowerment with my self-awareness and into into my reality when 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 people are communicating you know so yeah yeah thank you for sharing that I absolutely feel that way as well it's a it's a shame that we are not taught in school or you know how to get to know ourselves better how to trust ourselves more um and how to be more in control of the way we think right because it's true at the end of the day um at least in western cultures you know and and countries that are very much dominated by the capitalist system um we're very much focused on lack right always making more as if what we had already is not enough and so i think that really translates into a lack of you know our self confidence thinking we lack and also thinking that what we have is lacking like inside and outside of us and um and yeah a lot of anxiety comes from that definitely um i i i believe you know i think there's uh and we're gonna get into the intuition part of it later because this is so interesting but um i just want to ask you you know as a healer as a mentor um you know obviously i've read a little bit about you and and the like your your practice of meditation which is something that i have implemented into my routines as well I would say in the last two years Um, but I believe that a lot of people are still very much confused about the practice of meditation uh, even though it's become more trendy a bit like yoga all those methods Um, but some people are still confused about how they can implement that uh, how they can give themselves that gift right and and I thought maybe you could explain to us what it is how to do it um and why it matters oh absolutely you well, the the art the art of meditation i actually think it's quite mistaken i think it's gone kind of down like this populist kind of atmosphere where you know it's got a certain theme it's certain kind of image that you have to display meditation to me the end product is um a state of a state of separation you ground your body and you let your mind leave leave it's, it's a different a different vision a different aspect to what it is but when you get people that go into try go into a meditational state they they're not aware of their actual presence within that day and to me everything about meditation is everything before that moment mm-hmm. so so when you go into meditational state it's a complete release it is you, there's, there's no control there's no manipulation it is a, a complete freedom and that complete that freedom is is bound uh, to a different aspect to our brains so so we typically are a logic based thinking and logic is is only only works under 
the control thing. So anything you see logically, it has to have a set system. It has to have a process. It has to have things have to work like clockwork. Whereas meditational state, we access a part of our brain, which is we have to remember moment. So when you go about your days and you go into interactions and your exchanges of energies, conversations, uh, triggers, uh, egos, kind of like the construct of everything that happens within that day, weeks and months before, they can affect that meditational state. Mm -hmm. So clearing that logical control is about self-awareness. And for a meditational state, it's not necessarily the meditation that you want to concentrate on. It's once it is you'll concentrate on your actual presence within the world, mm -hmm. your presence with, with your thoughts, your reality, your decision making, your your company that you keep, your kind of like your routines, if it's healthy, if it's if it's unhealthy. So a, a mind a mind is only only as strong as your decision making process. And if you actively put yourself in difficult spaces, the state of meditation will be very restricted from how you actually enter it. So I actually I actually have a pre-meditational state to my actual meditational state. I think about my day. I think about every conversation I have. With every conversation, I think about the end. Was I emotionally attached to it? Was I reactive? Was I, was I actually drawing on predetermined con conclusions? All those aspects are signs of shutting down and you're not respecting the person or the actual moment there. And you have to have this internal respect across two souls. So the soul themselves, no matter no matter the person they are, you can, sometimes you'll never agree with their opinion and, and their actions. And, and that's fine. Everybody has their path. You, you'll never know their story, know their pain or their reality, what they've been through. But you can still hold respect. And respect comes between a space between either two people with the conversation, with the interaction, with whatever aspect of it. And that all goes, that all adds to the meditational state. So if you're charging your emotions, even before you went into a state of meditation, you're already kind of self-sabotaging your way in how you're actually going to perceive yourself, never mind actually a state of freedom. Because once you get into that really divine state of kind of like, harmony within your embodiment and the, and the release of your soul to a different kind of plane that's when you really know that the true meaning of kind of the inner light that shines from within you so we we, we actually self-sabotage every aspect of our lives just by having a being as trying to be as efficient as possible mm -hmm. trying to fill our days with so many activities that we avoid the space within our mental health Mm -hmm. the 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 act of avoidance is built in because we don't even know how to spend time with ourselves and spending time with ourselves is is an honor it, it is our physical honor within this embodiment within this purification within our empowerment our mindset is if we can sit down and be company we happy with our own company mm -hmm. We are we are actually honoring this lifetime and next because everything that we do doesn't just affect us. It affects the people close to us and, and then it affects people to them. And it's just a, 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 like this cycle of just if it's positive, it will spread. But also if it's negative, it will spread. And you don't want to be the one that affects someone else's day and affects someone else's day and affects someone else's day just because you're upset within your own mind. Mm -hmm. So a meditation state is to me about your actions 
and your actual daily routines before you actually kind of create this space for self-awareness, self-care, self-love, kind of a, a really kind of grounding um, blessing that everybody should kind of, uh, kind of, and uh, kind of really uh, embrace that factor mm. that there's more to life than working sleeping eating working sleeping eating yeah thank you so much for bringing that up because i had never thought about it that way but now i just realized that it's true a lot of people myself included when i started meditating it was still with that mindset or that mentality of i'm going to do it so i can get something out of it right so once i'll meditate then i will be i will feel Uh, more serene I will you know be able to cultivate inner peace and all of that so it's always with that goal mentality Um, and and you know what you mentioned efficiency uh, distracting yourself basically from being with yourself and really feeling what you're feeling no Um, so I feel like a good tool in that sense to start with maybe could be to journal just spend time with you know with your thoughts and just having a pen and a notebook and and not getting distracted by your phone, by TV, by other people, by what's going on around you um, and, and trying to recreate that connection with yourself uh, before starting to implement a meditation practice. Does that make sense? Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. The the, the actual, so uh, when the, that kind of avoidance, uh, addictive states, we have and it's a we we lose lack of our feelings because we're emotionally charged so we actually start using our so our feelings are a gift that we see we hear we feel we touch we smell but when we minimize their qualities or their actual divine use we start using them for addictive states so we start say you see your phone you, you you use it to kind of like really discharge your energy and your empowerment into a, an item which is just controlling you or kind of like you smell something you eat junk food or you know you hear something and you're triggered and you it shuts your mind down and it closes off the conversation so so every uh, every kind of like self-awareness moment and journaling is a very good one i actually um I, I find there's a lot of empowerment in journaling because it's a self it's a it's a version of expression you want to within your feelings and within your embodiment it's not about keeping it closed and locked up and kind of tight within within you it's really about get finding that form of expression but not projecting you know mm-hmm. so you really want to shine that light and really kind of um harmonize the way that you interact with not just yourself with other people with within nature so uh, the uh, using our gifts our feelings for non-addictive states bring, brings down the emotions for what they should be used for emotions kind of like they're an uncontrollable aspect but when you actually when you actually embrace them within the right moments they're they're so it's a divine they're beautiful you know that that they, they, they bring love and harmony and a realization but when you're using them as an addictive state you you kind of you're charging your reaction you're closing down everything that that's in front of you and you're you're not actually making that intuition or that direct kind of influence within your life Mm -hmm. so it's 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 something that's we're not taught and and that 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 actually is a reference to the knowledge of freedom which um which i i think kind of should be implemented when we're born 
Yeah, yeah. And I think something that could be helpful is seeing it as the purpose of those practices is, is to create that self-connection and connection to nature, the universe, whatever you believe in, right? Uh, to find that freedom. Yes, but it's, yeah, it's not that thing of, oh, I want to be less stressed so I can be more productive, you know, and again, and make more money and be successful and, and having that kind of mindset that's actually going to block you from that intuition, from that connection, right? Um, you talk a lot about nature as well. So what about that practice? Is that something you could say is equally as powerful as, you know, journaling, for example? Is that something you would put in the same category, I guess, as, you know, a, a practice that helps you connect with yourself and, and what's around you? Oh, yeah. So to me, nature is 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 us like we have to walk into nature and see our silhouette we have to see we're not looking back to see the destructive footprints that we've just done we're, we're looking back to see the harmonized aspect and with with it with nature it's all about balance it is this this moment of every kind of wisdom and intuitive knowledge that we're looking for within our decision making within our surroundings is all balanced within nature so we we actively avoid, avoid every part of nature to fulfill. And when we go into kind of like that process or that product, productivity and stuff, that that's all logic. That's all logic. And I'm 99.9% oh. of people are driven by a logic mindset. Nature, and there's no logic in nature. It is balance. It is divine balancing. And divine balance is how you harmonize. So for, with anybody, we have divine feminine and divine masculine within inside of us. Those are the traits of nature we, that we mimic those aspects within our body of the purification of our embodiment. We have obviously a, a divine outcome, but we are met, both meant to use both the masculine and feminine realities or aspects or even divine sources in certain aspects of our lives. A home is represented with kind of like that. Uh, nature aspect it's kind of our place our kind of ca- uh, community our country it is that's linked to the divine feminine so when you kind of look and you kind of relax and you, it's all harmony and it's peaceful and it's that you and if you're male or female you both have to kind of use that ma- uh, that feminine kind of uh, aspect whereas if you're a ma- if you go masculine that's you know that's that fire that's that really kind of um strength in um you know design and kind of uh it's 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 a passion it's 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 a passion in that reality to move forward to make things work to kind of really dive into what 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 people can achieve and stuff like that so so when you when we talk about balance and we talk about nature all we're doing is talking about ourselves. We're talking about the the actual strengths of our embodiment, the strengths of our capabilities, and the strengths of the how can we, everything that we need to know within this lifetime mm. is directly in front of us. So it's 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 a powerful place, and we we misplace that power. That's actually um, so true. I was just thinking of lions for some reason, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was picturing this, you know, your vision of a lion and how as animals or plants even you know a lot of things happen very intuitively and sometimes you know you might watch a documentary or if you're lucky you're on a safari and observing them in real life and and you see how they're doing things very intuitively and at the same time I feel like there's this masculine energy as well that comes up where they need to 
eat. So they're going to go hunt, right? And I feel like this is the assertiveness and the strength and the the this yeah the the doing part that is way more masculine and unfortunately I don't know if you would agree with that but I feel that more and more human beings are only focusing on the masculine energy in order to make things happen and completely discarding and and ignoring their power in their feminine side and their feminine divine right uh, I I actually 100 percent agree with you I, I I've had a vision of it's a, it's halfway through my my um i do a blog and i'm halfway through writing this article at the moment about women in power mm-hmm. because at the moment we for thousands of years we've been driven about it's this masculine energy it's this it's this kind of atmosphere of kind of uh aggressive really kind of unpleasant kind of direction that that's just uncontrollable at the moment and we're into a stage now where it's the, the feminine beauty is going to be the aspect of empowered. That's what the world needs. We mm-hmm. need to, we need to kind of stop the trajectory, stop stop adding to that energy, stop kind of really uh, um, encouraging this kind of kind of like you know this personality traits and all this stuff. And the way that we're going to actually draw this back is actually drawing on uh, the divine feminine. And mm-hmm. that's why that's why very soon women will come to power. And they will make a difference. They will make decisions so. <laughs> in the country. Uh, oh, it's 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 destined because we we've ignored part of ourselves, not just male, uh, not just females, we've males as well. Every mm. every everybody has ignored this part of ourselves. We've ignored, and when I was writing my book, I had this I had this saying in my head that I couldn't shake, and I. Normally it's quite, it comes and goes, you know, it's quite good. But this book, this saying stayed for the whole time, and it was. Um, I was I watched a documentary age ago, and I, I'm pretty sure it was on um, uh, 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 ancient ancient Egyptians, and oh. on one of the stone tablets, they were they said uh, humans will just carry on building homes, and that 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 that, that is that to me after a while when I, it kept coming back to me, it kept coming back to me. It is so powerful because what it says is we're emotionally charged and we don't know the value of our home. We don't know the value of our country. We don't know the value of respect. We don't know the value of a community. And because we're so emotionally charged, we're just going to carry on building homes means that we have no morals. And mm-hmm. this is this is a divine feminine aspect. And this is why when 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 it happens and women come into the power, they will they will bring everything to this value of peace. And they will and and they will do it with, with so if if they fight the masculine energy that's already in power like a lion in in a den they they won't succeed but if they bring the divine feminine and use masculine for the right reasons they will make a massive difference mm. to how the world is actually functioning at the moment and it's 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 an exciting time because all anybody wants is peace mm-hmm. you know and 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 these leaders you you're not a good leader if you don't seek peace mm-hmm. and and that's what that's what will come and it all relates back to your mental health and your and and i would even say not just as a leader you know for a government or a country or whatever it is but um but also just you could be i mean to start with you're the leader of yourself right and then you're you can be the leader of your home of your family of your friends group of your community and so you know bringing back that balance inside of you to start with then you start spreading it and um and it's a ripple effect it's it's very positive um that's definitely something i try to teach um and embody myself it's not always easy of course there's always 
um, I would say, yes, past conditioning, uh, you know, this scarcity mindset, uh, productivity mindset that always comes back. And uh, I'm curious, actually, what would you advise to someone, let's say, who wakes up in the morning, immediately feels anxious? They're not, they're not. They're going to bed anxious. So that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a mountain underneath it, kind of like, kind of reality. So so and and that that's all about spaces. Our spaces is, uh, for example, work. Work is overpowered any other reality within our space. So when we go to work, we also say, "Oh, we'll we'll do our shopping at the same time. We'll catch up with friends for a drink at the same time. We'll exercise at the same time. We'll we'll pick the kids up from school and stuff at the same time." And all of a sudden, you're putting five different aspects of your life into the umbrella of work. Mm-hmm. So 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 normally when you go to bed, and you know they might be students, and or there's, it's not directly related to work. There's many different kind of career paths that people take, but the the it is the mindset which which they actually go to bed they're not creating a, a sacred divine space for them to actually re, re, rejuvenate or regenerate regenerate energize their kind of their the self-care and self-awareness they're 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 taking that to sleep with them the sleep's effective and they're waking up within that problem so when we kind of talk about uh sleep and sleep for me is the most important topic for anybody because it, it's an easy space to separate you know you 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 can you can kind of you can you can start you can, you can start it by brushing your teeth and you can finish it by making bed something you, you just add in value to the the routines that you're already doing but you you're closing this i'm not going to work anymore i'm closing this and then i'm going to re- remove my kind of kind of electronic tablets for half an hour and then i'm, I'm going to go to sleep and i'm going to set my intentions or you, you so it's it's the mind it's it's like meditation you know mm-hmm. everything's done to say. <laughs> it's it's so so we learning to how to honor spaces is learning about accountability and responsibility and and that that's one thing that everybody needs to be aware of because we have rules and regulations but those rules and regulations have gray areas and people work within the gray areas mm-hmm. they they they're made so people can get to actually escape there's no accountability or or thingies they're only coming to place when people really kind of want to point the blame and the blame game and avoidance is kind of what the what the what the kind of like the atmosphere of how they're kind of made and developed and stuff like that whereas if you actually bring your empowerment together and you look at your and you look at your awareness you have to be accountable for your own actions you have to be responsible for your own actions and that is that is creating spaces that is creating healthy routines that is that is making the right decisions at the right time and and everybody makes mistakes and this is what people don't realize they make mistakes and it's kind of like this kind of it can spiral because they've made a mistake mm-hmm. you have to look within the wisdom within the mistake mm-hmm. to really kind of grow as a person because you can you're not you're not just helping yourself you can also hold a space for someone else mm-hmm. to learn as well you know, and it's kind of that atmosphere where you, you start bringing communities communities together, and there's 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 no kind of anxious kind of uh, passive aggressive attitudes or kind mm-hmm. of opinionated like realities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's it's a really kind of um, self awareness kind of. Uh, 
harmony that, that, that of, of really appreciating life so mm-hmm. yeah I could say or I would say that it starts really truly with that decision of of you know taking responsibility with how you think feel and act as a result and um and as you said you know when you're holding those spaces creating those routines it's really about setting that intention of becoming better um not only you know releasing those negative patterns that you might have had in the past um but doing it also from really a place of of love of self compassion of understanding because what i see often is people holding on to mistakes um, and to hurt and and those negative emotions where they might feel guilt and shame. And so that makes it really hard for people to actually face those things. So then they're trying to avoid what is going on, right? And instead of facing their emotions and really fully feeling them, understanding better what happened, why they reacted the way they they reacted and decide to respond in a different way that might be more adequate for the present situation, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And it, it actually, the, the stem of that is it, it's a, an ideology built into the communities. So, mm-hmm. and it's from the moment you are born, and we have this ideology because we don't offer that space, we don't offer that freedom for a child to process and think for themselves. It's it's an, it's it's a it's a form it's a calculated formulated opinion of their life that they're projecting onto their child and then and then it just expands from that so if you if anybody that works on their mental health you know that all your problems are stemmed from not just you know the past six months it goes all the way back to the beginning and knowing simple concepts of how your parents work and how how the ideologies that you were taught and the concepts of life and you know if if someone was angry and developed, there's there's no actual free thinking for yourself. And free thinking brings choice, and choice brings responsibility. And these are these kind of like divine principles that we we avoid because the structure of our economy is built on the fact of avoidance. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's and that's and that's what people see. People people see people getting away with and avoiding things so they 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 feel they're in the same umbrella so they don't have to be accountable for their own lives so and then that removes our every aspect of uh, respect for, for ourselves because remember it's a it's a, it's a two-way street you, you can never respect someone if you don't respect yourself it is a balanced harmony between the spaces um so uh, so the, so we have this really complicated complicated like mindset from the moment we are born because all depending on the influential energies the way that we the way that we are taught the ideologies of key figures within our life all determine who we are going to be when we're older whereas Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be that way it should hold spaces for people to actually make those decisions for themselves and there's a big difference Mm -hmm. you can teach but you can't but you, you don't have to project mm-hmm. you can respect but you don't have to disempower their freedom and these are kind of key principles that we, we were not taught yeah and you know i feel that something that was really helpful for me was to come to the realization that taking responsibility doesn't mean more stress or more pressure or it's not that constraining thing that we might think of at first when we think of taking responsibility. It's actually freedom. <laughs> it's choice, you know. And uh, 
and yeah of course it makes you so much more aware of everything you do but but with that comes um uh, i don't know i feel a lot of um certainty inside of yourself a lot of peace at the end of the day it's that it's that feeling of safety because you know you're in charge right and uh and that you're not just following whatever people are telling you to do and and never questioning anything and just being a consumer of, of all those distractions all the time um so i'm curious is there any other daily practices that are relevant apart from the ones we mentioned so journaling meditation uh spending time in nature you know those little processes before sleeping before meditating is there anything else you could recommend that is very accessible to anyone there's there's so many that we could go down so the the uh, the that's the the the, the, the joy thing about life we when we talk about those kind of like those, those values that you were just mentioning them it's all about finding our identity and, I, and our identity comes with creative spaces not just spaces creative spaces mm-hmm. so you want to kind of find this outlet that doesn't disempower you but enhances that that, that, that light that shines outwards so simple things like um like my, my my most enjoyable aspect is watching animals because i get to embody a different part of life but i know people paint i know people are, are expressive with writing they're, they're 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 finding these kind of like harmonizing frequencies that align inside of them and they're projecting outwards so simple routines of exercise with creative spaces or you know um communicating and talking about stuff so when when within within my book it's it's a very deep kind of mind because we're we're looking at the we're looking at the healing the deepest of mental health we're really kind of kind of removing that those generations and those ideologies of stuff but the simple way of talking between people so if you if you feel that you have to be productive just have a conversation so if you're in a family and you sit down the value of Food is enormous because it's the energy that goes into it. It's a conversation across the table. It's the actual, it's, it's actually the space that you create because it's a space of trust. Mm-hmm. So, so these routines, having simple conversations of respect and trust are in way a creative outlet. They're, they're, they're far superior than any kind of like electronic device that you can have because it's, it's built on the foundations of core principles. And then when you when you have people in your life that you can trust and you can really kind of uh, it makes life easier because you can it makes things easier it makes the actual the way that you the direction the, the life that you go flows easier everything is built on this creative outlet and this period of time with where you're creating spaces to express yourself and and there's no better there's no better way of being honest and having a conversation and not knowing you have to be someone else but you can be yourself so i would i would say these real it's it's a really kind of it's it's an art lost and it and it's a way of actually relaxing because mm-hmm. it's it's not it doesn't dis, it doesn't doesn't disempower you it just creates yeah. foundation which is actually related to the divine feminine being able to receive right just without doing anything um and just relating it back to you know career and and satisfaction in your professional life um i feel you know what you said that when you have to force yourself to be someone else 
and and you cannot be yourself that's I think a feeling that a lot of people can identify with that resonates with a lot of people because they choose a career path that might not be connected to their strengths to their way of expressing themselves and today I have a way of seeing um you know your career as truly an opportunity for you to express yourself and to reconnect with yourself right and and I think in that sense it's really like going back to your identity at your core rather than just following blindly whatever your parents wanted you to do or your teachers said would be great for you or you know your your peers whatever was seen as the right uh, academic path or or career path right <laughs> Could you elaborate? Well, it's, on it's about respecting the, respecting the boundaries, and and you if you if you're telling someone the to direct you in which their life is going to follow, there's no boundary. That's that's just mm-hmm. a, that's just them kind of controlling their life. So we're, we're, and and we have this kind of principle, this structure that's built in. You go to school, you you go to college, you, you go to university, you get a job and go in. That that's not natural to the world. That's not natural to any formation of world. That's that's logic that is trying to get. Uh, that's trying to get control out, out of out of the way that the structure is designed because that's got to add to the economy, that's got to add to the money, that's got to add to the people's profit in the bank accounts. That's all designed. So people are putting money from the school. All you're doing is feeding the rich person's bank account. So so when when we're learning, everybody learns at different paces. So for for me, I actually went back to study when I was. 26 and uh and i was ready when i was 26 but i wasn't ready when i was 18 so when i when i left school i became i went into i did it actually it's it's good because my intuition when i left school is that i didn't want to go to university Mm -hmm. and i and i got a job popped up and it was just in a factory and i was just doing moving through a few pallet trucks around uh signing in and out products and stuff like this but I, I actually learned essential life skills in that. And that was something that was an intuition feeling that I that I took. And I and and this is this is we kind of like this have this judgmental kind of attitude on jobs and how people perceived and kind of this like it's kind of like this rocky with power and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that 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 six months I spent in that factory doing that job it's it's never left my mind i i i i appreciated every moment of it and and that's and that that, that pushed me on and like became a sparky and i've been a sparky for 18, 18 years but the the actual that, that set the foundations that it almost like it set me up to the next stage in life mm-hmm. it was like a stepping stone to this thingy and it, it brought about skills so when when you're trying to kind of take this career path it's all about knowing who you are your identity the foundational principles kind of like and if you're not ready and and this is one thing that when i left school and i and i still i still say it now if you're not ready go traveling because mm-hmm. you'll soon find yourself you know you'll soon you you, you the, the not not one place around the world is the same so the energetical imprint of the kind of cultures that uh, the, the way that they interact the way that the world is designed you can't have an umbrella effect for one rule for everyone. Everywhere is different, and because mm-hmm. everywhere is different, you have to, you, you you put out of your comfort zone and into a different place. You're forced oh, yeah. to learn. Yeah, you're, you're, that's you're, so you're true. Really... I I definitely when I uh, left you know Europe and and all my background very academic and I went to travel and I went to Ecuador. 
uh, something I had never even considered before was to do my own thing. Like in my head, it, I wasn't even open to that. It was always like, I'm either going to work for a big public or private organization, but I'm going to be that little soldier. Like it's, it was never even in my thoughts <laughs> that I could be doing something on my own and, and traveling to Ecuador is, it's true. It's helped me see that I have seen so many people start their own business or being entrepreneurs. And suddenly my mind opened up to the idea of, Oh, this could be for me, you know? <laughs> so um, I think that traveling in that sense, yes, it really helps you also just being outside of your comfort zone. It can help you, discover more about who you are and also like show to yourself that you're so much stronger than you think you are uh that you can really adapt to a lot of different situations um however i wouldn't say it's always the solution when you are confused about your path i think a lot of people you know go to to that answer let's just go to bali or whatever and you know i'll find my answer there it's not always the case. Like if you don't take the time in which we were talking about before, right? To hold that space for yourself, to really question your beliefs, to really question all the things that you've been conditioned to think, to, to reset your priorities and you know open up to exploring the things that really light you up and reconnecting to your identity. If you don't make space for that, then you could be wherever you want. Nothing's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, that's, that's a solution in itself. It's not, it's not. And, it, and, and that's, that's the, that's the part of life. You have to start to know yourself. You have to really kind of know what, what you like and what you don't like. And if you go with this kind of like the mainstream kind of image of, you know, like you said, Bali mm -hmm. yoga classes and stuff <laughs> like that, the, 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 typically there's no, there's no value in kind of, uh, following that energy because it's the transfer of energy which attaches to that moment mm -hmm. and that image and 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 it all it's all how you, the, the like when you get yeah to come back if you're not doing it for yourself but you're doing it for an image that place of avoidance is just highlighted it's mm -hmm. just that it's just that key key aspect of your life which you're you're trying to fit into a system mm -hmm. which doesn't really have any room for identity. Mm -hmm. If it, the system doesn't work on individual identities and it never will. Like if you go to the mainstream kind of like atmosphere and they, they paint picture perfect films and they, you know, and all the terminologies and stuff like this, it's, it's a really kind of, it disempowers you. Mm -hmm. Even, even the words equal. If you look at, if you look at the whole planet, and you look at the balancing principles of nature, the universe, anything, there is not one energy that's equal. It's all divinely balanced. So when you look, you're in a relationship and you're and you're you're making life decisions. And if you keep going for the same kind of same person and oh, that's just my type, that's just what I like, you're you're potentially looking for this equal partner. It's not, and that's not the case. You're looking for someone that completes you. Mm -hmm. It's a balance in principles. Mm -hmm. You're looking for this relationship that not that not the same as you, but they make your life better. And that's mm -hmm. the same with work. It's the same with friends. It's the same with situations. If you if you say, "Oh, we're an equal," you're disempowering them. You're taking away their identity, and and then I'm disempowering them with no identity. Whereas if you actually set these kind of you know, this respectful. Uh, space between us and then i actually recognize that person as an individual recognize who they are what they bring to the table mm -hmm. the qualities they have all of a sudden it 
it enhances the frequency and it puts you in spaces it puts you in positions as well with your career if you actually start treating people in and, and actually as as that as that as that person they are within that embodiment and that soul you, you start actually attracting people for the right reasons and not the wrong reasons mm-hmm. yeah i like to say often to my to my clients and and remember remind myself of that as well that there's no right or wrong choice or right or wrong thing to do. You know, it's it's just a matter of what's aligned with you in that moment or not. And and it's it's about making that choice. But it's it's really not, and that's where intuition comes in, right? So um how I would like to talk more about intuition. <laughs> um, but first I think, okay, so what makes because okay we've been talking about you know the the mindset shift that needs to happen in order to open up to your true identity um and and finding that inner peace but um but what about all that baggage that you might have with yourself what do you do with that how do you release that energy um that is is just you know keeping you blocking you from opening up to all those things Absolutely. That, that energy, that energy is just static inside of you. So mm-hmm. when we when we think of memories and stuff like that, they're, they're here to stay. They are not going. But with the energy, it's all about the free flowing, free flowing kind of principle or embodiment. If there's a, if there's memories that are actually stopping you from moving forward because of regret or guilt or kind of like th- th- these kind of overpowering mm-hmm. um, principles, they they it's it's the energy stays static within your within your embodiment so when we kind of talk about past experiences people think oh well i'll i'll, I'll be able to get rid of it and, and and that's not that's the wrong way to think about it it's here to stay mm-hmm. so if it's here to stay think about think about the lessons that you can learn from it mm-hmm. think about how you how you're going to not make that same mistake again mm-hmm. think about how you how if you if you say let's for example you you treated someone poorly think about next time you're in that position how you can hold respect or mm-hmm. so you've you've got to find the wisdom within that moment so you've got to let the energy flow freely through you and it's just a constant flow and the minute that you start bringing these anxieties and stress and all these past of hurts and stuff well you, you're not you're not letting it flow it's just it's just stopping it it's mm-hmm. just stopping inside of you and that's when that's when we can create problems within the the body because when within within nature and you go ground the center and realign yourself, it is draining all those all those things that are stopping you from blocking and moving on. So when we when we talk about a mental aspect, the mental aspect of life is that we have to we have to know the energies that control the energies that control us are normally past ones, but we're not taught how to process them. And processing them is um, I have a three step process to the energies. It's, Acknowledgement, rec- acknowledge and recognize, which is the first step. Uh, understand and accept. So once you once you acknowledge an event that's happened, and then you understand, you have you're not understanding your actions and and the way that you you're interacting everybody's actions, the surroundings. What what made you put yourself in that position? How how you got to that situation? What 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 choices did you make prior to that moment? You know, there's there's lots that go into this formula. Mm-hmm. And it, it it seems a big formula and it seems a lot on the brain to really kind of digest that thing. But after a while, it becomes natural because you're using your intuition. Mm-hmm. To, and this is where we're coming back to. And you're putting yourself in spaces that are so clean and pure to how you are mm-hmm. that you're not 
repeating the same behavioral patterns and ideologies and conditioning that that were actually that are actually our reality from the moment that we're kind of like made you know so yeah it's it's it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's about accepting it what you mm-hmm. have to, yeah you, you're no, past actions I, I really yeah and i i really stay with that three-step process i think that it makes it uh really easy and and to grasp right how how this works and so um, I don't know if we could use a tangible example, you know, related to your career, let's say um, you've been going from one job to another, you know, that you don't enjoy. What happens next? What What do you do with that? So, and you start, you know, really doubting yourself, your capacity, capability to make good decisions because you keep making the same mistake. You keep going from one job to another not enjoying yourself suffering through it what you, what happens forcing that situation you're forcing the outcome and that's not the way that energy flows you can't force energy it's 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 it, it just flows it just goes so when you have to, when you when you kind of put your career into kind of the uh, the bigger picture you you have to you have to know that what you're looking for in life also matches your identity mm-hmm. and when you when we look at your identity it's kind of like you're you're created out of your skills your 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 profiles so like i i think if you're undecisive in what you want to do and and this is this is this is the great thing that happened to me let a job pop up that you're not aware of and then be in that environment know what you like and you don't like you know so if you're forcing it no i want this job i want this position i want that what you're actually doing is you're actually removing every other kind of um job that's available on the table because you've got this tunnel vision and you're creating this kind of this direction which is just unnatural to you to your environment it's unnatural to mm-hmm. how you how you are as a person you you you, you kind of filling a void mm-hmm with avoidance it, it doesn't really kind of it doesn't really um it doesn't yeah. synchronize to- I mean, you don't yeah you don't open up to to experiencing and just you know letting your intuition again you know just tell you okay this feels right and this doesn't feel right for you or i don't want to say right or wrong but aligned or not right and and it's just I think something that um, really, and, and I would like to, to know what you think about that, but uh, something I, I always tell my clients as well, because they're confused sometimes about, okay, how do I know which one is talking to me, whether it's my intuition that I'm hearing, or if it's my inner self-talk that is negative, that is trying to keep me from, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone, doing the scary things. Um, what I usually say is that, your negative self-talk is going to come up with some excuses. It's going to be very much fear-based, right? Whereas your intuition is always going to be more inspired and, and just excited, right? Um, and it's also going to speak, I think, I mean, that's, at least that's how I experience it. It's, uh, it's not as loud as my negative self-talk. And you know, as you create and hold more and more space for yourself and all those practices we talked about, I think you slowly but surely your intuition becomes bigger, like louder. But in the start, you really have to try to listen. It's it's hard sometimes because there's this negative self-talk that is speaking so loudly, right? Um, but yeah, just going back to that, I think your intuition, it's always something positive, always something that comes 
from love, from inspiration, from creativity. It's not fear-based. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. And and that's and that's the kind of that's the relationship that you're building on when within your within your cells, within your embodiment. So that it was it's also it's also connected to manifestation. So when we when we talk about manifestation and you 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 can turn around and go, I've really kind of had an awakening and I'm and I'm working on my kind of like my relationship with my myself. Manifestation is only ever short term. It, that's what I only family and stuff like that. But that's that's a, that's a broad picture. So when you when you're really starting to really kind of know yourself and really you've been thrown in the deep end, you want to start manifesting short. So that's when it, when that's really to your intuition. If you're manufacturing like a moment to kind of give you the courage to do this or put you in this position to 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 really kind of give you a bit of confidence, a confidence boost. When your intuition comes in, what, what I say with your intuition is the intuition's always going to be there if it's in 24 hours or a week's time. And that's and that's what that's what we that's what we don't get with a fear-based factor. Fear-based factor will shut it down, lock it down, and push it away. Mm-hmm. But if you have a feeling and an intuitive feeling, which is good, and it will still be there in a week's time, you know you can kind of relate that concept to to who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's so you may manifest short-term intuition is always there and you have to kind of create that positive routine. So when you when you're working with your intuition. You have to have a, a stable, a reliable, and a, a certain quality of your life. If you go out and you eat junk food and you, you're not getting any sleep and you're kind of not respecting your your embodiment, your intuition will be all over the place. It'll be shot because your logic will be taken over. I've got to control this. I've got to form, formulate this result. And mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to do it. Whereas mm-hmm. intuition, it's all about respect. So intuitive, intuitive results Think of it 24 hours. Like, or if you're buying an item, say if it's a, a big ticket item, give it a 30-day rule. Because mm. at the end of the day, is if it's right for you, it'll be right in 30 days. And yeah. and then when you get to this state and where it really kind signs. of... <laughs> right? You might receive signs that confirm that your intuition is right in the meantime, which is, is beautiful when yeah. that happens. So it makes yeah. you feel so much more confident in your choice as well. And it, and it brings it makes life simple. Mm-hmm. It, and that's that's what life's about you know we we're not meant to fight against ourselves and that's what when we when we, when we've got this fear-based factor inside of us all we end up doing is fighting against ourselves there's no natural development you know yeah. so so with um and when you really kind of get in tune with your body and you've got this healthy routine and stuff this in, intuition you can probably make on a dime you can yeah that's right i'll do that straight away mm-hmm. but starting off it's never it's never about the short-term decision making mm-hmm. it's it's all about putting it in perspective and actually mm-hmm. w- welcoming energies that are actually aligned and actually welcome uh, uh, that are actually healthy for you you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so if you apply for a job uh, applying for a job and there's many on the table you just i would just and and you're, you're unsure sit in it and then and then kind of let that intuitive reaction go go with the intentions when you go to sleep show mm-hmm. me your direction go with the intentions when you're into a walk in nature show me the direction and yeah. really call those kind of elements to you yes i think that's a beautiful way to to end this interview is uh is a kind of like bringing back and i guess that's part of ancient wisdom as well like that element of prayer 
even if you're not religious i'm not religious for example but i feel that i'm very spiritual i believe in a higher force and i i have started speaking to the universe and and just what you mentioned it doesn't have to be you know very complicated but asking for guidance asking for signs just and even just writing it out or expressing it verbally like you're already putting out that energy right so it's going to come back to you you're going to get answers as well uh but you need to be able to take responsibility that's that's where it all starts and and tell yourself okay i'm going to be more intentional about my life and my choices and and i'm going to start you know really doing what's best for me and what's best for everyone else around me because when i'm good when i'm calm when i'm centered when i'm connected to myself to what's around me then i also bring out the best out of me right yep yep and 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 the best best version of you is the best version you can offer isn't it so mm-hmm. so when and then and then you it, it spreads for your family your friends your colleagues and it, it and it, you 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 attract this energy and it and it it just it just this abundant display of kindness and respect and we we lack that in the world it's something that we don't really kind of we we don't we don't hold that value and mm-hmm. it's it's lost it's coming back so it's not lost <laughs> we're bringing it back <laughs> yeah 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 there's a need for it and and we're all here for it and um and just to you know finish off would you tell us about your book that you recently published i think that might interest a lot of of people in the audience so yeah please tell us more about about your your recent book yeah so it's it's a it's a channel book. It's uh, called uh, Seedlink: um, the uh, the the journey to inner peace. It's uh, it's uh, available on Amazon or a link by my website, which is uh, a sages journey uh, okay. dot com. Um, it, I will put it, the link it kind the of. <laughs> thank you. It's it's um it's all about mental health. The future is mental health. We can't avoid our mental health much longer uh, the direction that the energies are changing the, the actual energy on the planet is changing so dramatically at the moment if we don't get in tune with our mental health we will get left behind mm-hmm. and it there's there's it's built on a process that you kind of have to be in a particular space to really digest the to digest the, the actual edge within it but it's um it's all about self-awareness and self-care and bringing that into your life and i and I, I I also do um I help people with guided sessions if they're struggling and I'm also writing a blog as well which um if you want to sign on and just have a bit of a change the uh, blog I've never shared my kind of my visions uh, in my life I've they've always been within me mm-hmm. so this is kind of this is one where this is my my crowd that this is what I want to share with the world so Beautiful. um if, if on my on my website if they're interested in that go to okay. a sagesjourney.com yeah yeah i will definitely put the link in the show notes and um and yeah i can't wait to read it i'm really curious now <laughs> so thank you so much dan thank you for all of that information if you have any questions you know um don't hesitate to contact me or dan um and i'm sure we will both be very happy to to answer them and to to help you you know find your own path and guide you into inner healing and just you know finding that inner peace within you so thank you again thank you thank you thank you then and uh yeah see you soon hopefully (laughs) thank thank you for sharing the space 
Thanks for listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. Head to the show notes to book your free consultation call and learn more about my one-on-one coaching program, The Female Success Formula, and how I can help you design your dream career and life. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed this episode so that more women like you can find it and benefit from it. Take care, sending you love and light always.